This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 85 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, the Super Ride. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Equestrian Collections brings the whole universe of equestrian shopping to your fingertips. And also, the Barnworks. And you can visit the Barnworks at thebarnworks.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the Stable, it's every week. To bring you the news through hell, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop cause it's time again for Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. This is Glenn the Geek. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Well, as many of our listeners know, we tend to put bloopers at the end of the show. So stay tuned because Helena's sick and I'm sure there's going to be a few today. <laughs> and if anybody wants a job co-hosting this show. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Helena, you sound, like, you sound like you have a serious cold. I, I was just say, saying to you off the air that it's one of those colds where... You know, you you feel okay on the inside, but your body just doesn't want to cooperate. It's, you're hacking and coughing and dripping snot all over the place, but man, oh, do you feel picture. good inside. <laughs> there's a pretty picture. All right, you got to resist on laughing because that makes you cough. So okay, I just have to keep easy. you... So I'll tell you what, why don't I tell everybody what's on the show today, give you a little break here. Well, today we have... It's, it's all about the super ride. And, you know, what is that? Well, you're going to have to stay tuned and, and see. We didn't know what the super ride either we didn't know what the super ride was either. See, you're okay in the answer. I can't speak. I don't even have a call. I have no excuses at all. That's payback for making me not talk. For- <laughs> but, but we certainly didn't know what it was, did we? We had no idea. And when we found out what it was, we tend, as everybody knows, to listen to the Stable Scoop. We like to find the little things in the equestrian world that nobody knows about them. And, you know, and, and just make them, make them into stars. And that's what we're doing today. We're taking something that's been probably going on forever, but we've never heard of it, which means probably 80% of the worst world's never heard of it. And it's kind of fun. And we thought, well, let's, let's give them some limelight today. And, you know, the side saddle, we actually had a lot of good comments about the side saddle show. You know, I went back and listened to that uh, the other day. And um, I don't, I guess I give you credit because you, you're just sort of a natural on, on radio. You've got that suave voice and, <laughs> and oh, all that you. improv experience. <laughs> but I, I went back and listened to that show and it was, I actually smiled it was so enjoyable, not only to hear um, Jennifer talk about, you know, the American Side Saddle Association. Well, she was but, good, um, yeah. But also um, to hear about, you know, the, the NAGS group and, and the mule, and, and that was a great show. I think that that's one of my favorite Stable Scoop episodes of all time. Really? Wow. Yeah. And we've had a few. <laughs> and who'd have thought, you know, just a little old show about Side Saddle. You know, and I was amazed at the comments we had on Facebook, and just, you know, it, I think people just enjoyed that, and it's because everybody, I think every female would like to try it, so it's one of those things you'd like to do and you've never done and you don't know much about, 
Yeah, and but, and like the the horns underneath the saddle, I that was such a revelation for me. And you know, you know? we're gonna. I think today's show is a little bit of that too. We're not gonna give it away, but okay. I think today's show that is a little bit of that too. It's something that everybody would like to try, but most people have never done it. So mm-hmm. so you know, it, I think it's and gonna, it's legal. And <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> But first, we're going to speak with Julie. It's all that cold medicine going to my head, man. <laughs> but first, we're going to speak with Julie Siegel, I think it's pronounced. And she is with the ASSE International Student Exchange Program. And we're going to speak about some high school riders that need homes here in the United States as part of a student exchange program. And I had a couple minutes earlier in the day to speak to her, so let's listen in. Well, hi, Julie, and welcome to the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Hi, Glenn. Thanks for having me today. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, you, I had you on. You sent me a little email, and I'm glad you did, about the work that you do as, actually as a volunteer. So tell us about what you do and, and what your needs are. Okay, great. Thanks. And I am a volunteer area representative with ASSE, International Student Exchange Programs. It's a nonprofit organization certified and regulated by the U.S. Department of State. What I do is I represent students uh, within a 100-mile radius of Lexington, Kentucky, including Cincinnati, Ohio, Lawrenceburg, Indiana areas, and I recruit and support and monitor uh, incoming and outgoing students, uh, their host families, and the schools at which they attend. We have every year approximately 1,500 students from over 50 countries with a wide variety of interests that apply to be an exchange student in the United States for either a six-month semester or a 10-month school year. I'm talking to you today because I have over a dozen applicants in the southern region alone uh, whom are equestrians, and it's my goal to place them all in this area, as I feel as horse lovers, they'd be very happy here. Now, it, was that just a coincidence that you had that many equestrians, or were they looking for that, or...? I suspect that I had told my regional area, um, you know, that we are, I alerted them to the fact that we're hosting the World Equestrian Games this year. And so I suspect that as these applications came into the national office, that probably a large portion of the horsey kids uh, were sent to the southern region. Um, and, but that's just a suspicion on my part. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, you know, so, because um, that's about twice the number that I had last year. Um, that had applied, so um, and it could be the kids. I don't know that they can request where they go, but they might be able to, you know, list a preference. Now, um, who, and the southern region's about, I'm sorry, about 12 states, so uh, they could be anywhere, but I think they need to be in this area. Now, how do you qualify to be a host, to be a family? A host family, and that's the major part of my job, is um, we take single people, uh, married people, with children, without children, retired folks, even non-traditional families, and they just contact myself or ASSE.com and inquire about being a host family. And regardless of where they are in this country or even the world, we work with over 50 countries, um, they will be guided to a local area representative. And so then what I do is meet with the family in their home. Um, We have to take photographs. We have a very long um, application that they fill out that helps us. I imagine there's a few background checks. Absolutely. There is background (laughs) checks for anybody that lives in the family uh, over 18 years of age. 
Um, and like I said, this is regulated by the U.S. Department of State, and ASSC has been in existence since the 30s. So, so now, they're very good at what they do. Are you looking for families that have kids already, or can they be people without kids? You know, is they there a certain demo? They can be people without kids, with kids. They can be retired a couple or retired single person. can be a non-traditional family, um, age 25 and over. And um, we just try and match the student with whatever that family is. Um, and um, we have over 1,500 kids coming in with all different interests. So um, we can, you know, we can find what, what we think is going to suit with that family, and we have experience in doing that and um, just to make it a great cultural exchange uh, between families and, and countries. Well, that's great. And now, when, where, how do they get a hold of you? What's the best way to reach you if somebody's interested? And in this case, you're you're probably looking for families that have some relationship to horses. Um, yes, we're looking for families of all types, but, um, you know, reason I'm talking to you with the Stable Scoop program is because I am, I'm working real hard to get these, these riding students, um, here. And the family doesn't have to have horses. If they do, that's a benefit. Some of the students are serious competitive equestrians. Other ones just enjoy riding. Um, so they would enjoy being in this area, even if their family themselves doesn't have horses to ride. Um, but if that's an interest, and of course, I am a horse person as well. Lifetime, that's what brought me to this area. Oh, cool. Um, and we do field trips throughout the year with the students. I do organize. So if I've got a bunch of horsey kids, why, we're going to do a bunch of horsey things. <laughs> right, right. Um, but, but yes, and they can contact me again. Anybody that's interested um, can contact myself um, by email. It's Siegel KY, that's S as in Sam, I-E-G-E-L-K-Y, at netzero.net. Or they can call my cell at 859-321-5898. Or just check out asse.com on the web, and uh, they'll be guided to me if they're in this area. ASSE.com. And uh, we'll put your your email address on our show notes as well for this episode at StableScoop.com, episode number 85. Well, thank you very much, Julie, and good luck. We hope the kids find, uh, find some cool equestrian houses. That would be awesome. Thank you so much, Glenn. Well, that was very interesting. Have you ever thought about having an exchange student at your house? Um, not until I moved to Rhode Island. Now that we have extra space, I've, I've thought about it, yeah. And it's interesting, you don't have to have kids of yourself, like she said, you can be, you can be retired couple, you can be, you know, a family like us without kids, you know, pretty much anybody. So it was very interesting, and I think they're, they're very picky, and it's a very long application process, and they check everything, obviously, and, and for good reason. Um, yeah, yeah but, right, and you can, you, uh, some of these kids are really motivated, and they're really, really looking for the experience, the positive experience. And, and, uh, and, and they're, it's kind of neat that all of these are riders. They're all yeah, kids that ride better. horses. So, you know, if you have a household, you have a farm, you, you know, your, your kids ride and, and you're willing to do this. She said they're really hurting the last two years to find homes for these kids because of the economy. So, uh, and they do come with a little bit of spending money. They, you know, they come, they're motivated to be here and they want, they just want an experience. So really what you're, what you're asked to give is, you know, feed them and, and give them some time. Right. You know, and I think that's really what it's all about. You know, Jennifer and I have talked about doing it in the past, uh, so maybe one of these days we will. Oh, you guys would be perfect for that, especially Jennifer, because she's such the take-somebody-under-her-wing type of person, you know? Right, right. Yeah, and, she would uh, be good. And, you know, 
enjoy I, sharing what she knows. Well, and I think it would be fun. I think she'd give her somebody to ride with, too, you know? Oh, yeah. We're all riding together. Well, so uh, that was very nice of Julie to join us. We're going to take a little break here, and then we're going to find out what the heck is a super ride. And uh, we'll, we'll give you a little hint. It happens in Texas. Of course, super Texas, you know, everything big. So it's the Super Ride in Texas right after we speak about another super place, and that's Equestrian Collections. Equestrian Collections has a new coupon code for the listeners to the Horse Radio Network. You can get $10 off your next order of $120 or more at equestriancollections.com. When you're checking out, just use the coupon code HORSERADIO, all one word, HORSERADIO, and that $10 discount will appear on your checkout. Also, don't forget, they have a new line of Wrangler. They're carrying a bunch of different Wrangler products over there, some jeans and, and tack and things like that from Wrangler, all the great Wrangler products that you've come to know and love. You can now buy at equestriancollections.com. And one other thing, don't forget to check out their closeout section. Their sale and closeout section is packed with stuff right now. It's that beginning of the year thing where everybody's trying to clean out the warehouse a little bit. You want to check out Equestrian Collections and see the discounts you can get up to 70% on the closeout merchandise there at equestriancollections.com. We thank them for continuing to be one of our best sponsors. Well, Helena, our first guest is Gary Bonner, and he is the the promoter of the Super Ride, <laughs> and uh, can give everybody a little bit of a clue because he's also the executive director of the United States Equestrian Drill Association, which I had no idea existed either. So we're just going to learn a whole lot today about something we know nothing about, which seems to be what we do in every show, to be honest with you. That's the best part about this show. Either we know nothing to begin with, right. or there's just some fascinating things in the horse world that, that just haven't gotten the word out yet. And, uh, we, well, we hope to do that today. Let's speak with Gary and learn what is a super ride. Well, hi, Gary, and welcome to the Stable Scoop Radio Show. We appreciate you being on today. That's my privilege. You know, it's always good to have a Texan on. We had one on last week, and I think you know Jimmy Jimmy K is was the uh, past president of the Rodeo Association. So it was nice to have her on, and it's good to have you on. We've kept it a mystery about what is the Super Ride. So tell us, what is a Super Ride? Well, Super Ride is the competition we started eight years ago, and it is the national championship for mounted equestrian. Uh, we have uh, 14 divisions that range from the novice rider to the very experienced and from the very young to the, shall we say, senior. And you cut out, right, as you said, it's mounted drill teams, right? Right, mounted drill teams. Ah, okay. So so it's, it's I did, we didn't even know this existed. So uh, forgive us for our lack of knowledge here. So it, it's a it's the national. Co- I didn't know there were that many mounted drill teams that you would need a national competition. All right, wait, wait, wait. Let's back up for a minute. Yeah, Gary, you represent the U.S. Equestrian Drill Association. Is that right? Yes, I, the United States Equestrian Drill Association. Okay. That is correct. Okay, tell us because Glenn, like you know, Glenn said we we're not really too familiar with this. What is drill competition? It's a group of riders, uh, a team of riders uh, that competes or performs at rodeos uh, and such. Uh, The rodeo drill teams are more basic and maybe not as complicated drills that they're doing. The competition drill is where they're 
putting together uh, the more dramatic and more difficult drills that uh, the teams are doing these days. Um, and it started, oh, uh, in drill competitions have been in existence for, for years and years. I mean, way back into the the 30s and 40s and even earlier than that, a lot of the cavalry units used to do that uh, back when they competed uh, uh, as mounted drill teams, but they were cavalry units, uh, just like the Royal Canadian Mounted, mounted Police still do uh, a musical ride that they go around the country and perform for Canada. And that's unbelievable. I mean, when you see that, it's just unbelievable. Okay, so so drill competition, it's so the actual um, performance is a, it's a series of synchronized movements by a team of horses and riders. Usually, how many um, horse and rider pairs are there on a drill team? The quadrille has four riders, and the minimum team of riders in competition is six uh, for the regular uh, divisions of say rodeo division uh theme division we have a theme, theatrical theme division we have a challenge riders division uh for the handicap riders uh and we have the novice divisions and of course the more advanced divisions and we also have a ride of champions division where teams that have placed at least in the top three over the last eight years will compete against each other in head-to-head competition and, and of course, well, I think one of the big things here with the drill competition from looking at your website is they all is the outfits and all matching, everybody matching everything. Right. That's really preferred that every everything matches. Uh, obviously, a, a lot of the saddles do not match uh, because of the expense, but we do encourage that all uniforms, boots, uh, earrings, uh, tack, and everything matches uh, with each team, team member. Uh, with the exception of some of the theme drills where they're geared more toward a drama uh, type thing where they can have props in the arena and, and things like that. So some of those uh, may actually be in different costumes. We had one team that had uh, that part of their team dressed as Indians, part of them as settlers, part of them as cavalry unit, uh, and, and that was really entertaining also. And is this uh-huh. adults and kids too? Yes, uh, we've, we've had... I think our youngest rider we've had was, uh, I think, six years old, which was, uh, and and we have quite a few of those younger kids that are in the novice groups and stuff. And we have, I think our oldest rider was 84, and I think that was a couple wow. of years ago. <laughs> and these, these teams of kids and these teams of adults, and then, uh, you know, they just put on an awesome performance. So it's just it's something you never, never would, uh, you know, unless you've seen it, you just can't realize or visualize it. And... Uh, you know, the, uh, equestrian drill is is the future soccer uh, world. You know, years ago nobody knew what soccer was, and now it's on every street corner, pretty much. <laughs> well, and I think we were, we were talking earlier, Helena. It's like one of those things that every horse person's thought, well, that'd be cool to do, but just hasn't done. Or, or, yeah, or how do you get into it, and where do you start? Yeah. To me, it reminds me of synchronized swimming. You know how. Great! How the, everybody looks the same, and they all move this, do the same movements, and it, it's just—it's so moving. Um, but w- how do you get started with something like that? Um, I know it's probably more popular in Texas and, and the Midwest than it is um, maybe on either coast. But how would you know? Where would you go to look to, to join something like this? 
Well, you can go to our national website, which is uh, www.usedda.us, or you can go to superride, S-U-P-E-R-R-I-D-E dot org, and you'll see some links there to where you can uh, get information on how to start a team and, and order a manual online and things like that that will help you get started. It has bylaws in it for the team and things like that. So, you know, there's a lot of help out here, and that's really what the national organization is all about is helping teams get started working to educate those teams and those coaches and the judges and uh, to get them up to speed and get their program started. And we're that's what we're here for is to help them get things going, and, and uh, especially in the education department. Uh, we just recently finished a clinic over in uh, Commerce, uh, Georgia, and we had quite a good attendance over there with, with teams and, and prospective judges that, you know, that, they said that was the, the greatest thing was to have somebody come in and, and teach them with their experience and to help them along. So, uh, and you were you were mentioning the East and West Coast. Well, quite contrary contrary to that, you know, thought is there are lots of teams out in Washington State and California and uh, Montana, Idaho, and also over in Georgia, Florida, South Carolina. And there's really teams in each state. Uh, it's just that they haven't been recognized yet because there's never been this big of push to get everything recognized and, and organized. Well, how how many competitions are there across the country? Do you know? I would say there's over 30 to 40 at this time. Wow. Some of them are small, you know, like at state fairs and stuff, and then some of them are, are the bigger competitions. Uh, this year we're doing, uh, not only we're doing state, regional, we're doing uh, bi-regional, and then, of course, we're doing the nationals this year, so, as, as always. Hey, could we do the Horse Radio Network comedy drill team? <laughs> sure could. Yeah. yeah, because, you know, it would be me riding backwards, um, you know. <laughs> well, funny Alina you trying... that, we, did, we, we did actually have some teams that, uh, that did a little trick riding at some of the competitions. They did ride, uh, a few of their riders did ride backwards. Yeah, but uh, for, it wouldn't be intentional for me. It would be... <laughs> our trick riding, the trick in our riding would be to stay on. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. We need our own drill team, Helena. Uh, you know, right after we try side saddle, I think we should put a drill team oh, together. We we'll do a drill team side me. saddle. I look really good in the dress. Wait, wait, we could do well, you, me, Jen, Darcy, and then what? we need, what, two more? Uh, Samantha and Chris. There we go. Samantha and Chris. A couple we're, of adventures in the back, you know? <laughs> You yeah. could also do a quad team. You know, that's only four riders. And you were speaking of side saddle. Uh, we've had uh, side saddle teams compete at our competitions. Uh, the Texas Ladies Aside, which is a, a drill team from Texas uh, that rides side saddle, they they are excellent. Uh, they've they've competed many times in the in the past, and and uh, you know those ladies can really ride. Wow! Does, Have you ever had? The, go ahead, Helena. Do the um do the actual performances or competitions are they done to music? Yes, absolutely. Uh, some people use the country music. Some use. Uh, classical and in you know all sorts of things uh, i imagine patriotic music is popular that is popular and this year for the first time we have a patriotic division where teams are required to have a patriotic theme and and uh, music and things like that so you know we, we continuously look for things to entertain and to get more people involved in, in the competitions and and education programs 
Now, the Canadian Mounties, they, one of the things that they do very well, obviously, because they breed their own, is they have horses that all look pretty much identical. That's, uh, right. judging, judging by the picture on your homepage, that's not a requirement, but are there teams that really try to match the horses? There are. Uh, most of the time, because you're, the people coming for the drill team is so diverse in their backgrounds, uh, most of the horses are not matched as far as color and size. However, there are some teams out there that that's what they strive for. Uh, the Sacramento Sheriff's Posse, they have all Palominos. Uh, and Robert LeBeer, or Bob LeBeer, is one of our chief judges. He, saw, he is also a member of that organization. So all their horses are Palominos. Cool. What are they judged? That's a good question. What are they judged on? They're judged on uh, uniformity, spacing, timing, difficulty, uh, similar to to figure skating. I would you know throw that in there that 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 is a similar type sport. Is all those things that the figure skaters are judged on is is incorporated into uh, judging drill. Uh, You know their music, their costuming, and and all the other movements and stuff that. that all go together, and, and I just have tons of questions here. Sorry, Helena. So, so in the in the judging, is there are there like te- can they do anything they want, or are there required movements like walk, trot, can you know, canter, lope, whatever? Are there required uh, movements or the There's a book of maneuvers, and you know we have named those maneuvers, and there is not in certain most divisions there is not a required maneuver. Uh, however, there are quite a few that each team uses because their degree of difficulty obviously goes up if they perform those maneuvers. Uh, there's also a division that does require maneuvers, and each team does that particular uh, those particular maneuvers to the same music and things like that. However, in national competition, we're not doing that because we just don't have the time for it yet, and, and the team interest is a lot less than that because it. To them, it becomes boring to watch the same team do the same things. Right. So that's what they really want to do. I think in the future, we'll probably include that. You know, we're at four days in our national competition now, and in, wow. you know, when we go to five days, we'll probably include that particular division. Well, how many people can, how many teams do you have compete in the national? Right now, we've got 64 signed wow. up. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's all over the nation. So, uh, you know, those teams may have as many as 30 or 40 riders on that team. So, you know, they could have as many as, as 30 to 40 riders on that one team or in that one organization, and they may have two or three different teams out of that organization. So you'll have a couple, I mean, you're talking, you, you, have, you have several hundred riders and horses coming to this thing. We're talking over 600 contestants. Ooh, wow. Holy cow. Who knew? And, and, it's, and it's, it grows every year. I mean, it, it, it's... It's just the greatest thing. I mean, I, my wife came home years ago and told me she was going to join a drill team, and I looked at her pretty funny. She was working <laughs> at the vet's office, and and once you know she explained it to me. Of course, I thought she had lost her mind, and uh, it turned out to be you know a really great thing. And now you're the president of the association. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You must really like it. Now, is there going to be any kind of um, our drill teams going to be represented at the World Equestrian Games this year? Yes, the California Cowgirls, which is one of our members uh, out of California, and the uh, Easy Riders out of Missouri will be there uh, doing a demo. And I think there's rumors that they rumors that one of them might actually be in the opening ceremonies. We'll have to see how that pans out. Oh, that right, that's, 
I'd heard too, and, and hopefully that will take place. Uh, They're keeping the opening uh, ceremonies top secret uh, right now, so. Oh yeah, it, that that is a top secret thing. Uh, however, I do have some inside information that I'm going not to share. Right now. <laughs> okay, all right. See, see how that he goes is. with the whole mystery theme he's here. He's Texan. He's holding out on us. <laughs> yeah, I got to hold out a little bit. Actually, I was born in Alabama, but I guess I might as well. Oh, that's close enough. <laughs> yeah, I've been here about 25 years. That makes you a Texan, I think. Well, just barely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, my wife's a Texan, pure purebred, so you know that. Oh, uh, you married it. I think you. I think <laughs> you get the passport. Married into the family. That's it. You get the passport. You get to stay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, it was like a lot about- of fun. I'd like to uh, see. I'd like to see uh, some more uh, of these competitions throughout um, throughout the U.S. And, and um, where can somebody go? You, you your website is so. Um, useful. There's so much information on it. It looks to me like the um, the United States is broken up into regions. And um, let's say somebody from New Jersey, how where would they go um, to find all the you know sanctioned events or something in their area? They would go to uh, USEDA dot US, right. or they could go to superride dot org and email us if they don't find what they're looking for. Or, you know, they can look at the list of competitions that are there. Okay, so they're going to look first for competitions. Right. Okay. Okay, so six people, let me just clarify this. I'm still thinking about the uh, Horse Radio Network drill team. So six people going completely opposite directions, doing nothing the same is not really a drill, right? (laughs) Unless it's on purpose. (laughs) That's kind of a a beginner team that... Okay, uh, (laughs) run be us. (laughs) (laughs) We would definitely provide the comic relief for the day. Well, you know, you're invited to come to the competition and try that out. <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, we, we do we do have our all star team that's made up of all the uh, you know riders from each team. Uh, don't know if you were aware of that. Uh, each year we have a an all star team performing our competition that's put together from a rider from say twenty or thirty teams. Wouldn't it be fun, Helena, to get some of our friends from the shows here, get Julie Goodnight, get Monty Roberts, you know, get get uh, our friend from over there, our race car driving friend from uh, from Europe. From the UK, keep, yeah. Yeah, to come over. Wouldn't that be fun to put a team together of all-stars? That would be yeah, fun. Well, I'm really feeling this Horse Radio <laughs> Network drill team. Well, but, practicing to... would be kind of hard, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> practice, who needs well, to practice? Yeah, our all stars only get about an hour, hour to two hours practice before they have to perform. They, yeah, they don't. But your all stars also have worked on teams before. Good That's ones, they, yeah, they with good that, horses. They have that they yeah, yeah, we we not so much here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Gary, well, this really is. Think, tell us a little bit really, about. Go ahead. Yeah, I really think you should come down to the competition and, and uh, do your show live from there one day. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. To, I love Texas. I love barbecue. That's one of my favorite things. Oh, uh, you know, you're such a horse husband. It's I all, know. It's, it's all about, about the food. food. That's right. But why else? You know, you go to Texas to eat. <laughs> yeah, so. well, we we do have our officials uh, and judges banquet. Uh, barbecue? Banquet. Yeah, barbecue. Brisket? Yeah, absolutely. All you have to say, Gary. <laughs> brisket? Do I hear brisket on the menu? There's brisket on the menu. Oh, oh man. Yeah, that. Potato salad and, and cobbler and, oh. you know. You're killing me here, Gary. 
Oh, there you go. There, there's a little enticement. Uh, <laughs> with, with the food thing said, which is very important to me, too, uh, I would like to, to say something about our, our scholarship program. Okay. Uh, at, at each, you know, each year we've, uh, we, we strive to provide scholarships for, for at least two ladies, uh, two young ladies, and we've been able to do that for the past four years, and that's, that's really a growing thing within our organization is to provide scholarships to these, these girls that are going, or boys, we have boys too now, uh, that ride in these drill teams and, and give them an opportunity to have a little bit of help on their, uh, their education. So, uh, well, that's again, we're, we're, we're really... You know, the youth are our future of horseback riding, and, and we really want to try to support the education uh, side of it, too. Well, that's fantastic. Well, I really appreciate you being on. We, we actually have to get to our next guest, who you so kindly set up, and that's Mandy Myers. And okay. you, you tell us a little bit about Mandy before we get her on here. Well, if I say too much, she'll get her head so big she won't be able to get back in through the door, and, and you know she'll have to have her doors enlarged. But uh, she's one of our riders that came to us about uh, I think four years ago, and uh, she had a, some drill experience. And, and what was most important with Mandy is she had a uh, rider. She was a excellent rider. She knows a tremendous about, amount about horsemanship, how to teach horsemanship, and how to put drills together. She's attended. Uh, three of our uh, national judges and drill masters clinic, coaches clinics, and she has really progressed. Uh, not that she wasn't really far along already. Uh, she's one of our younger ladies. She's, uh, I think she's 24. And she has just really became a big part of our team. And she is just an excellent asset to, uh, to our coaching program and to our uh, rider program. Uh, she's, she's helped with uh, horsemanship. She, she draws drills, uh, works with my wife, which is the overall drill master of the team, and and along with our 21-year-old coach that we have that's coaching the team now that we grew up within, within our organization. Uh, we're really growing our youth and and mandy you know being 24 is just really came come along great uh and we should mention she, she is a two-time national champion from 2009 oh. right she she is a uh, a quad champion on the uh the cowgirls inc the ghost riders cowgirls inc drill team and uh she did that she has been a champion for two years the Ghost Riders have owned the quad championship for four years straight. Wow. And she also was on the Division 5A national championship uh, Ghost Riders uh, drill team last year, too. So, well, uh, well let's get her really, on. Well, we'll get her on here. Right. We'll chat with her. Thank you very much, Gary, and we look forward to uh, chatting with you again. Well, come see us. Okay. We barbecue. All right. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> Brisket. Bye. Thank you. Well, I don't know. Does that sound fun to you there, Helena? It does, yeah. Yeah? You want to yeah. get on a team? I'm, I'm serious. We need to do a team. Only we need to do it for some comedic effect, not really you know for what? competition. I, I swear to God, I've got to find a horse. Just because I will. Sw- I swear to God, I will try all of these things with my own horse. <laughs> I really will. I'll put a side saddle on them. I'll get all drilled up and do drill team. We need video of all of this to put on the website, by the way. I would totally do it. <laughs> I, but I just need a, a willing partner. That's all. <laughs> 
All right. Well, speaking of willing partners, the Barn Works is a willing partner. Are you a small farm owner? Do you train or teach lessons? If so, how do you attract new business? One great way to market your small business is with print advertising in your regional equestrian publication. Whether it's the Omnibus, Stable Directory, a magazine or newspaper, a tasteful and creatively designed print advertisement can really do go a long way in establishing credibility for you and for your business. And we all know how important credibility is in the horse world. It's something that Helene and I don't have a lot of, but <laughs> you know how important it is. In fact, it's crucial. One very simple way to get that credibility is with a really nice print advertisement. The Barnworks, a unique marketing company which caters to equine businesses, can help you get the word out about about your business with a tasteful, creative, and affordable print ad. Visit their website at thebarnworks.com to view some samples of the print advertisements their clients have found to be very successful. That's thebarnworks.com. And I'm going to throw in here, I'm going to go off the script and say they also do a fantastic job with websites. So you want to take a look at at everything they do over at thebarnworks.com, and we thank them for their support of the Staple Scoop radio show. Well, next we're going to get on our guest here and and he already introduced her, so I don't I don't think we have to do much there, do we? Not at all. I like it that way. <laughs> all right, let's get her on. Make my life easy today. Well, hi Mandy and welcome to the Stable Scoop radio show. Hello. It's so fun to have you on. We're learning so much today about drill teams and, and drill competitions, and we didn't even know they really existed. So, so this is all news to us. Well, I'm really excited to be here with y'all today. Now, you, you're like a national champ at this, uh, and, and Gary indicated that you started about four years ago. Is that right? Yes, sir. That's correct. What would you do before that? He said you were a rider. What did what, you do? Uh, primarily, I barrel raced, um, but I've also uh, shown horses in other disciplines as well. So you were a barrel racer. We did a whole show last week in barrel racing. We had the national champion barrel racer on, world champion barrel racer on, actually. So, so now, what made you want to get into drill? What, what was the thing that inspired you? Uh, well, I actually had a friend that was involved with it, and she got me started in it. I just thought it would be uh, interesting uh, to challenge myself in a new way, and for my horse. And now, how do you train? How often do you train? Do you get together a lot? And, you know, who do you come up with your own routines? You know, that kind of thing. We generally practice twice weekly. Uh, I choreograph all of our drills myself for our team. And uh, we also, in addition to that, do other horsemanship exercises that help get us prepared and our horses get prepared for competition and rodeos. How many people are on the... Now, the name of your team is uh, Ghost Riders? That's right. And, and how many people are on that team? We have 19 riders total right now. We generally uh, try to present with 12 riders in a performance. Wow, that's still a lot at once. <laughs> it is. Uh, most teams have between 6 and 16 riders. Okay. At the Super Ride National Championship, we have an all-star team that performs with two teams of 20. And then they go in the arena all at once and perform uh, with a team of 40. We wow. also have some uh, <laughs> four-man teams, uh, quadrilles, right? and okay. color guards. Do you get together, uh, all of you, and, and practice? Um, like, how often do you get together and practice versus um, practicing on your own for uh, a particular the team, event? Twice, the team practices twice weekly. The practices usually last for a couple hours. 
Okay, so, and what kind of horses do you ride, mostly? Uh, our team primarily consists of uh, quarter horses and tights. We've had a few Appaloosas, and we've also got a couple of Arabians. Okay, so so do you find one breed works better than another to do teams, or does it just depend on the horse? Some some teams are breed specific. There are some teams that are gated only. Um, there's a team oh, out of Houston that's Benissimo, uh, that's all Pasifinos. There's some teams that are Tennessee Walkers only, and some teams that are color specific that'll be um, all Palomino or all paint. Uh, our team is not breed or color specific. Um, we just ask that the horses um, be able to uh, maintain the same gait throughout the entire drill um, and are able to fit in as far as um, size limitations. Uh, my personal preference are, is quarter horses. I just feel like they're more uh, conformationally uh, suited for this discipline. Does it matter? What about age ranges? Can Are, are young horses and, and older horses suitable for this? Uh, I think... The youngest horse on our team is three, and they range on up in age um, to their, uh, I think we've got one that's 22. Okay. So, is it, uh, would you say that it's intensely physical demand, physically demanding or moderately? Like, how fit does your horse need to be in order to, to actively compete in drill team? It, it is intense. Um, you know, a regular rodeo drill is six to 12 minutes long. Um, that's usually performed at a lope. So we do start at the beginning of the year um, with some light exercises, and they will get more intense throughout the year so that the horses are more prepared. Uh, when we travel, we always um, make sure the horses have lots of water and electrolytes, and usually we have vets on hand um, just to keep an eye uh, on the horses and be sure that, uh, you know, that they're safe and uh, well taken care of. And we all know you don't have any heat down there in Texas at all. <laughs> no, not at all. It's nice and cool all year round. Now, usually a super rod, we usually expect it to be around 105 degrees. Oh, and that's, when, know, the that's, bikini, God, that's so. when that's when the bikini drill team comes out. Yeah, that's dream on. But, but it is humid, too. So uh, most of our horses are used to the heat. Um, we've got a lot of horses that come in um, from other parts of the country that aren't as used to it. And I, and I know those girls that come from uh, other parts uh, travel, and they bring fans and misters and lots of different things like that for their horses to try to help keep them cool. Is there a competition season? <laughs> do you go all year round, or do you have, like, a, you know, a high season? Um, we usually start with our first rodeo, which is the UPRI membership in March. Uh, we just uh, did that a few weekends ago, and that's a three-day rodeo. Uh, and we'll go on uh, through the fall. Uh, we have our uh, peak of the season, which is the Super Ride. That's in June, the national competition. That'll be in Lindale, Texas. Uh, and we'll go on uh, through the fall. We'll have one more competition in the fall uh, and one in the spring also. The Texas Open, and then later in the fall, we have another competition that we perform at around Labor Day. And we'll close out uh, the season with a few uh, fall activities that we do with the team and a Christmas parade that we uh, perform at. Oh, I bet that's cool. Yeah, that must be fun. And I imagine picking the music is one of the important parts of this, too. Yes, sir, it is. Uh, our drill master, Pam Bonner, selects all of our music. Uh, we try to pick something that is upbeat, but also something that goes with the speed that we're traveling. Uh, something that's pleasing to the audience, but not so distracting that it takes away from the performance. Okay. Hmm. And now, do you... Um, i totally forgotten what I was going to ask there, Helena. 
You're too busy looking out at the pictures. On I the was website, looking at the you? pictures on the website. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, your, your do your uniforms stay the same um, for each competition or each year, or how do they those change based on the performance? Or no, ma'am. Change? We we actually just measured for new uni- uniforms uh, on Tuesday, so we'll be getting some uh, new blouses here. Uh, before long. We've actually got several different uh, uniforms that we use for competitions and rodeos, uh, and those will also vary from team to team. Uh, if we do a theme drill, uh, then the uniforms will change. And also, we try to look for something a little flashier for rodeo and something maybe a little more elegant for the other divisions. Well, that's great. Uh, you know, this is just a lot of fun, and we, we, it, it just looks like you guys have fun. Tell me what your favorite thing is about performing with the drill, as opposed to what you used to do, you know, in the other parts of the rodeo? Uh, well, for me, the main the main reason that I started in drill was to challenge my horse. You know, you have horses, a lot of horses on our team are, are used for other uh, competitions and, and things. And so for me, I thought, well, this will give my horse an opportunity to work on all, you know, all of the elements as far as changing gates, turning, stopping, um, and get his mind off of uh, other competition, you know, and get, and get a little variety in his life. Uh, and another thing for me is, uh, the, as far as the camaraderie, um, and not just with girls on the team, but uh, getting to meet other riders uh, from other teams as well at the competition and stuff. Now, is there mixed teams? Are they, you allowed to have uh, mixed teams as well? Uh, as far as... Men and women uh, both on the same team? Absolutely. There are a lot of men that compete. Um, we also have mixed teams that are youth and adult. Um, there are riders as young as four and five years old that do oh. this. Um, oh. As far as uh, lower-level youth and novice teams, um, start with some very young riders. There's also some 4-H teams uh, out there that come to our competitions. Uh, and we've got even some teams that have um, some senior riders that are on up there in age. See, I could do this, Helena. Hey, and we could get your daughter to be on the Horse Radio Network team, and, and you're, what, six, seven years old now? She could yeah. be on the team. Oh, she'd show me up. Forget that idea. She totally <laughs> should. <laughs> <laughs> she would. Well, well, thank you very much there, Mandy. We appreciate you being on, and congratulations. You're going back to defend your title in June. That's right. So this, and I wanted I'm to really me- looking forward to it. I wanted to mention to everybody that this is the, the competition happens June twenty second, twenty third, twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and twenty sixth at the Texas Rose Horse Park. Is that near Austin? Is that? What? It's not. It's located in East Texas, not far from Tyler. It's in Lindale, Texas. Okay, good. All right. Uh, and if anybody's interested in getting tickets or more information, you can check us out online at www.superride.us. And that's easy oh, to remember. You a sweetheart. You are I know, such you're a just lovely a promoting thing. representation of your sport. <laughs> Honestly, I, I can feel the enthusiasm in your voice. You, you, you're smart. You're energetic. Uh, you know, you're a great representative for your sport. Well, thank you all very much for having me today. All right. Thank you, Mandy. Well, that was very nice of Mandy to join us. She actually is a, I think she's like a teacher at a school. So she was on her lunch break, I believe, uh, joining us today. And we really appreciate that. Uh, she, she, you're, you're absolutely right. They, she sounds very enthusiastic. And you know that's one of the neat things about what we do here on the Stable Scoop Show and covering, covering things that you know, people haven't really heard about. They're, they're under the radar, and we get to bring them up a little bit. And, and the people we talk to are always so enthusiastic to get the word out, and they really have no way to do that. 
Except for Stable Scoop. Except for us. <laughs> and we're glad we can help with that. And I just think it's fun. And it's kind of neat for us because we get to learn about all this neat stuff. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, it's like I sometimes I feel like um, because I live in this sort of insulated pocket of the Northeast, I don't get to hear about all these wonderful things so much because you you end up in your little microcosm of a world, you know, and all you know that there are hunters and jumpers and fox hunters and dressage riders and um now this whole rodeo world, not only is it just rodeo and, and barrel racing and reining and cutting, it's there's drill team as well. And, and that, that whole world just keeps expanding. And uh, I think it's wonderful. I really do. Well, great. And, you know, we're going to be back again next week. And, you know, do we have any idea what we're talking about next week? Uh yeah, no, you're no. asking me. All right, no, <laughs> so we I'm all hopped up on cold medicine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when I'm not sick. I'm like, I, I don't know. I do want to mention before before we go that, uh, on a serious note, that over on the Dressage Radio Show at dressageradio.com, Chris has been getting updates from Lyndon Gray on Courtney King Die about every four days. Okay. And you, you can stop over to dressageradio.com. There also are all the links on, on those show notes where you can write to her, where you can donate money. She's moved now to a rehab center in New Jersey. Um, and, you know, where uh, if you can donate, it's encouraged that you do. There's an eBay site that has been set up by one of our other sponsors, Succeed. If you just search Courtney King Die and eBay, you'll find lots of cool stuff for sale over there that you can buy, and all the proceeds are all donated items, and all the proceeds go to her medical fund, which is going to be out of this world. So she did have health insurance, but as you know, health insurance doesn't cover everything, and especially in cases like this. So, yeah. um, you know, they flew her up. On a pl- on a medical plane from Florida to New Jersey, and that wasn't even covered. Mm. Um, so you know, there's just a lot of things. Plus, you know, you know, one of the things you don't think about, and I do, I do think about this because I used to be in the insurance and investment business, is you also have to consider the loss of income. She's not making any money right now, yeah. um, and so the family's hurting that way. And you know, she was a primary. Uh, earner in that family and not doing lessons and get you know all of that so we wish her the very best and hopefully she'll continue you know a little bit and a lot at a time to recover here and you can find all of that information over at dressageradio.com and be uh be sure to check out our show notes at stablescoop.com we'll have links to all of the group rides and the drill teams and the super ride and all of that We'll put links there to to the brisket barbecue. Uh, no, there probably won't be links to brisket barbecue, but I'm still got it on my mind, Helena. <laughs> I'm still thinking about that brisket. I didn't have lunch yet. Oh, I'm getting hungry for brisket now. <laughs> I was wondering if you'd be able to wait till dinner. We have one good something. barbecue place in Lexington, and I think I know where we're eating dinner tonight. Ugh, we have no barbecue up here. None. No, you do actually. You yeah. had not where you live currently, but where you used to live. That Tennessee. Oh, yeah. What was it called? Um, yeah. Tennessee barbecue or something like that was the best brisket I've ever eaten in my life in Boston, of all places. I know. And to this day, I still have not found brisket as good as that. Now you got me, like, hunkering for a cold <laughs> pork sandwich or something. Oh, why do you do it? Men and food. You can find us on Twitter at Horse Radio and Helena at Helena underscore B-E-E. And you can also follow us on Facebook. Hop on over to Facebook and just search for Stable Scoop and follow us over there as well. And we'd like to thank our sponsors, The Barn Works and Equestrian Collections, for sponsoring the show today. 
Well, that's about it, Helena. We're about wrapping it up, and we haven't had any bloopers to, to this point, and I think the way you feel, we're, you're wishing that we don't have any. So yeah, I will just say nice. we'll be back next week with... The Scoop. Cut. Lovely. Lovely.